you are now listening to or watching the It Takes All Kinds podcast. Yeah, and if you aren't, you can head over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and listen to us now, or head on over to Drib on YouTube and watch the video version as well. And if you'd like to stay up to date on when we're releasing a new episode or any other fun information about the podcast, you can give us a follow on Instagram at It Takes All Kinds Podcast and on Twitter at ITAC Podcast. That's I T A K Podcast. Without saying much else, we hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome. Are you guys scared yet? Oh. Are you guys scared yet? Those hurt my teeth so bad. Happy hot. Oh shoot! I forgot. I forgot to get um. I was gonna get some um. Halloween, Halloween music. Happy Halloween, guys. <laughs> guys, in case you aren't watching, um, I want to suck your blood. I want to suck your cock. I'm just kidding, guys. I'm not Dracula. Oh, I thought I was in the room with Dracula. Got you. Got guys. I need a <coughs> voice. Better. I need a voice delay effect to get my voice deep as I can go. Guys, this is episode mother freaking 30. That's how old you are, right? Episode 30 of the It Takes All Kinds podcast. I'll pause this for a second. Thank you. Episode 30. You hear Gavin rattling his bones over there. You know what that means. It's Halloween time. <laughs> Episode 30, big milestone here on the Takes podcast. And <laughs> that's huge, dude. That's pretty exciting. We made it to episode 30. <coughs> we don't need to dwell on it for too long. I'm just excited about it. Yeah. Can't get over it. I mean, I, I don't think we would have made it to episode 30 without this tablecloth. This is, oh my God. It's a bad idea. Why are you smelling my grandma's linens? Panty raid. So episode 30, not going to talk about that anymore, but it's also when you're listening to this, October 1st, we are recording this on Monday, September 27th, but when you're listening to this, it is the first of our Halloween episodes, October 1st, the first day of Halloween. Did you know that October 1st is the first day of Halloween? Yeah, just like how December 1st is the first day of Christmas, right? Christmas. Christmas. It will be for us. So get out get out your um, pumpkin pails. Get your, get your pumpkin pails out and um and set your and set the candy out for um a goblin to come get. Did you put batteries because in this or no. I can't. I need to get a different screwdriver. I don't have. Oh, a small are you cheap or something like? Well, I just. Don't. No, I get it. I get it. No, it's okay. <coughs> My brain just doesn't work. 
My brain just doesn't work, so I keep forgetting to get a small screwdriver. <laughs> but it's Halloween now. We're in the Halloween era of the... <coughs> oh, God, don't... No, oh, no. No, oh, I no. knew you weren't. I knew you were just the playing... Table. A, I knew you were just playing the a table. Little, I knew you were just playing a little prank on me. So it's the first episode of Halloween for us, where all month long, every episode, we will be talking about ghosts and goblins. I'm just kidding. We'll talk a little bit about... Halloween past, present, and future. Gavin, what do you think the future of Halloween costumes is? Uh, frankly, going to be Rick and Morty and Elon Musk this year. Everybody's going to be imposter. Oh, good point. And Fall Guy. Where's that last year? That was last year, that but they're going to do it again. Why not? Let's do it again. I'm going to be Fortnite. I'm going to be the game Fortnite. I'm going to be the Balenciaga hat from Fortnite. Yeah, we can talk about that. Yeah, um, we can. Balenciaga and Fortnite did a collaboration. Yeah, and then they made a giant billboard. Yeah. In, time, in Times Square. In Times Square, where the New Year's balls drop. Where New Year's balls drop. Where a new ball drops. You know, every time I think of Times Square, I think of The Post, that movie that we saw. Why do you always think about that movie? I don't know. It was not a good movie. It Hold on, I gotta stitch up my. <laughs> it just it just bothers me so much that we spent money on that fucking movie. We had a great time though. We have lots of great memories it from was, that. It was funny just because Quinn was like, <coughs> "What is this?" Yeah, Quinn didn't know. I didn't. I mean, I kind of knew, but I don't know if I could tell you anything about the movie anymore. Did you, did you catch a? Did you catch a crab? <laughs> Gavin and I are on the deadliest catch. And I want it. Dead or alive. Head on the line. I don't know what that is. No, that's what I thought the lyrics used were. I was like, head, <laughs> head on, on the a line. line. Head on the line. <laughs> yeah, dude, my head's on the line. My head's on the line. Head on the line. Head on the line. I'm not kidding. That's actually what I thought it was. Dude, I think you caught something. Yeah, is this like a spezdis? Yeah, that's what I mean. I'm like, there's so many. <laughs> <laughs> Why does this paint taste so good? <laughs> Gavin, I'm doing as bezdis I can. <laughs> funny, funny. <laughs> So, <laughs> it's um, Halloween now, so we can talk about everything that scares us. What scares you, Gavin? Bridges. Bridges over troubled water? Uh-huh. Do bridges actually scare you? They used to. Whenever I'm riding in someone's car, I and we're <laughs> driving over a bridge. Bridge? It's, <laughs> see, I'm just so scared. I'm driving over a bridge. Um, it just scares me a lot because... <sighs> There was, <laughs> there was. Uh, I don't know if you remember this, but there was like that news story, like a bridge in Colorado collapsed, and then like a whole bunch of people died. I think so. Yeah, that was like a big news story in my head, like a much bigger oh, problem. My hair child. Yeah. So. Younger. So I was really deathly scared of bridges, and I, you know they also scare me because it's like somebody could just drive off. And but that's I, not you driving. It's off. not. That's what I mean. Is that somebody who's driving would just. Drive off. You have a lot of what I like to call empathy. I knew someone who was really scared of bridges too. 
and like anytime I was on a road trip with I was them. also scared of just friendships. No, I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like those theoretical You know, before you go on Carson, <laughs> that re- you know what used to really scare me? Friendships. And you know, those bridges we travel over yeah. in friendships whenever we're yeah, crossing I mean, over you know, tough times yeah, with each other. Yeah, you know, like burning bridges, you know, like, ugh, those scare me. <laughs> building bridges? Are you kidding me? Gives me the GVH. Yeah. Uh, you should have, whenever they were building that bridge and they had us drive on the left side of the bridge. Oh, that was weird. That was freaky. I didn't like I that was at all. so scared. Yeah, 70? Yeah. When they were doing I was so scared. I hated that. I don't think anybody. drinking a. Um, a li- another a boot- limited edition Mountain Dew, Mountain Dew, Mountain Moo, Voodoo, and it's the Mountain v- it's Voodoo, 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 and it's really good. It's mystery flavor. I think it's Cherry uh, Limeade. My brother said he thinks uh, it's um, Fruit Punch, but I think it's Cherry Limeade. Here, give me a take. Here, go do a waterfall, yo. You ready, dude? Catch. What am I scared of, Gavin? Yeah, what are you scared of, Carson? Does anything? F- does anything fear? What fears fear you? Me? What fears you, Carson? I'm kind of. What I'm say not scared you? of heights. I'm scared of falling. Yeah. No, it's like I'm not scared of the dark. I'm scared of what's in it. I'm not scared of the dark. Turn the lights off. I'm. I'm not. But don't, I'm not I, scared, don't actually turn them off. I'm not scared of heights. I'm afraid of falling. I'm afraid of falling. No, I am. I am. I am like actually. I have like a fear of like falling. Yeah. Um. I think that that was mine. I have every fear in the book. Like I have nightmares about the Grand Canyon. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I, you know, I like thought about of that. getting too close to yeah, the Grand Canyon really scares me. Even though, like, I'm, I haven't been there. I went there when I was a young, and I haven't been there back. And then they dropped you off in, off of a helicopter. And into they the dropped Grand me off. Yeah, into the helicopter into a Grand Canyon when I was um, seven, six months. Uh huh. Oh yeah. Yeah, I. You should just go skydiving just to get over the fear. I think I, I, it's weird because like I would, I would go skydiving. I'm not gonna like let's make a plan. Let's go skydiving. It would have to be for something, or someone else would have to be like, well, like for I'm charity. going skydiving. I'll plan all this out for you, and you just go, and I'll be like, I'm fucking scared of shit, but yeah, I'll do it. Now, bungee jumping, not in a million years. Would never ever bungee jump. <laughs> Literally, have no desire to do that. What? That I've thought about. Thought it. of that horrifies. I thought about it. I would skydive over bungee jump any day for some reason. I, my mom wanted to go skydiving with me. Love you, mom. I do it. <laughs> Call your mom. Let's go. Tonight. <coughs> we'll find a guy. <laughs> He'll go with us and we'll go skydive. Gavin, what's your favorite horror movie? We can talk about horror movies today since it's Halloween. Um, Every day Sixth Sense. Is that a horror movie? Does that count? That one's with Bruce Willie, right? Yeah. I almost tweeted Bruce Willis's name today with no context, just that. Uh, yeah, it's, it's more of a thriller. I watched that for the first time two years ago. Mm-hmm. And that scene where he sees the the dead lady in his yeah, room, the dead that's, kid. that's fucking scary. Yeah, like I thought that, I, I think I saw that when I was like 15 or something like that, but still. I just saw it and not just seen, I was like, holy shit, that's pretty scary. So yeah, I would say that counts. Have you I seen? I guess uh, old old timey. <laughs> old timey horror film you know like Nightmare on Elm Street is actually pretty good I enjoyed that movie a lot oh yeah we watched that last year yeah yeah I actually just watched Nightmare on Elm Street 3 which I told you about I'm, I can't it's, it says it's recording but it's just being weird I don't know anyways I hope it's actually recording um 
Yeah, I watched Nightmare on Elm Street 2 and 3 recently. 3 I just watched. What was it called? And Dream Warriors? Yeah, Dream Warriors. I watched that last night, actually. Um, the acting in it was fucking horrible. Like, terrible. It was all over the place acting-wise. And so the one in this... Could you tell who they spent the budget on? Well, so it's weird because, like... So the guy who plays Freddy has played Freddy ever since the first one. And he's great. Robert uh, England. Robert Eng- Downey Jr. England. Robert England. England. I think I'm saying that right. Robert Downey um, Jr. Robert Downey England. Um, yeah, he's played Freddy ever since the beginning. And he's fucking amazing. He's super good. He's always great. Um, but so they brought back... In this movie, they brought back the girl from the first movie. They brought and back her Freddy dad. from the dead. They brought back Freddy's dead. Freddy got fingered dead. Kind of what he sounds like. So they bring f- they bring the first girl back, who is the first Victim. one to get haunted by Freddy, and like how the story goes yeah. into motion. Um, and like the story is that like her mom went crazy and her mom ended up dying, but so she comes back and like she is this knowledgeable person about dreams now, but like really she looks like she's like 15 and she like has this relationship with Freddy thing. No, with this guy who's oh, probably oh. like 40. I don't know. She's just like acting like she's a lot older and it doesn't really make sense. But that's, um, I think that's just a trope in the eighties where they had some really old guys, with some really young girls. It was very weird. And, it, and it's just like all the acting sucked. Like all the other actors weren't, some of them were okay. But I think if that one main girl who came back from the first movie wasn't in it, it would have been a much better movie, but she just like sucked. But like she the part sucked in the first one too. She wasn't she was great. really bad. She did, she wasn't great. She I really don't know why they brought her back. It didn't make any sense to me. Because I remember us making fun of some of her lines because they were just so bad. Mm. She executed them so bad. But so, so she comes back, and I won't ruin the movie. But and I don't even feel like going into the plot of it. But there's just like really <laughs> they fight people in dreams. Pretty yep. They fight Freddy between dreams. You got it. Not in, in dreams. So. And she actually died. I'll ruin that. She <coughs> dies. The girl from the Finally. first movie dies. So Finally. Hopefully took they will never bring her back. Took again. her long enough. And her dad died, um, who ends up being an alcoholic, and he's not a good actor in that movie either. But uh, <coughs> He was an alcoholic in real life? Or? <coughs> so, no, he, I, well, I don't know. He probably was there. I think everybody in the 80s was an alcoholic. So... Um, where was I going? Oh, so the really cool part about it, though, is there was a lot of really, really cool um, on-screen effects and, like, special effects that were, like, some of them were, like, very corny 80s, but they were still really, really cool. And a lot of them were just, like, just awesome. Because that's what, like, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street does really well. It's, like, they always have really cool special effects. Nightmare. They have really cool special effects and on-screen effects. And, like, they have this one where there's this girl in it who is haunted by Freddy in her dreams. And she explodes. And she... Actually, what? No, I don't think she explodes. So she <laughs> wants to become an actress. And so she's, like, staying up late watching TV to try and take try and stay awake. Sussy baka. And so she's staying awake, and she thinks she's still awake, but she's actually not. And it's this really cool scene where she's watching Johnny Carson on TV interview this actress. And, like, 
all of a sudden, in the middle of the interview when she's watching it, Johnny Carson changes into Freddy Krueger, and Freddy goes, I think he says something like, well, no one gives a shit, bitch, and then he like <laughs> kills the lady he's interviewing. And so like she's freaking out. Then the TV just goes staticky, and like, she's trying to turn it off and stuff like that. And then Freddy and calls then, out through the TV. So then arms grow out of the TV, and they have the claws, and then his head pops up through the TV with this like film around his head. And then he's like, so you want to be an actress? And he's like, well, welcome to prime time, bitch. And then he like grabs her head and like slams it into the TV. And it just like electrocutes her. So it's just like so fucking funny. <laughs> it just like, shit. it was just really cool to see. Yeah. Because it's, just, I don't know. It, it's just hilarious. But yeah, that sounds think, really fucking corny. Yeah. I, I mean, corny in like a good way. Like yeah. it worked really well. Um, but yeah, I just <laughs> like, I like. definitely like somebody's like. That was somebody in the Barbie was like, yeah, and like, what if the TV crew arms? Yeah, <laughs> and then and well, then it's it, like, and there's a scene where the main girl, she grows well, arms. <laughs> no, she's she goes to her bathroom in the sink, and, and she's like turning arms. the water on, and then the sink grabs her hand, uh, and then the sink is that a jump and scare? then kind of yeah yeah. There's not ugh, too many jump scares in this one. Jesus, are you okay? Oh, and so. Yeah, I don't know. I just like the way Freddy evolves in this movie, and he has some really good gags. But I love, I loved when he turned into Johnny Carson because that was so funny. Because no one gives, a, no one cares, bitch, and then he <laughs> kills her. It's great, dude. That stuff like that was great in it, but the rest of it was fucking horrible. Yeah, I think, um, I, I think like, the worst part of the first Nightmare on Elm Street was the fact that, like, there was just so many freddy scenes and it was like ah you know like i really uh, well the the first time you reveal him it's fine and then it's like more and more he becomes evident in the film and it's just kind of like yeah you know i think it's cool if they just i think it's a lot cooler if you don't spoil the monster until like the very end i think it's like a lot cooler i yeah i think i think in that case you're right but like at this point now like they should be showing freddy more and i think this one was maybe well, a bit too one. much backstory of Freddy and like kind of just replaying the story, which you know it's it, it's what sold the first one, so why not do it again? But um, I think at this point, I wish they would show Freddy more, and they showed him enough, but like I don't know. I, I, just I mean, like if it's sh- the third it movie, more. that makes sense. But yeah, so but it was yeah, it was his his moments were were really funny. Um, and I remember uh, the Rick and Morty character they based off of Freddy. There's a Rick and Morty character they made up Freddy? I didn't know that. Good on that. And he says it. bitch after everything. Oh really? Yeah. That's kind of, yeah, that's kinda of what he does in this movie, so that's probably where they got it, because yeah. he says bitch a lot in this movie. Yeah, he says it after everything he says. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what the second one was like. Oh yeah. The second one was pretty good. The second one was decent. This one sucked besides like any moment that had Freddy in it. Oh uh, one people died. Uh one of my favorite horror movies is E. T. That's a great one. That's it's a, yeah. so scary when he says phone home. Dude. It's like, what does that mean? I, I remember we were trying to watch this at watch E.T. at my grandparents' house. We couldn't get past where E.T.'s in the shed. Couldn't get past it. It scared us too much. I actually believe you did it, actually. Yeah, people were scared of E.T. People didn't like him. I don't know if I was ever but scared. But I actually really like E.T. It's really a yeah. good movie because ju- Justin Spielberg made it. <laughs> Justin Timberberg. <laughs> Justin Spielblake. Yeah, that's what I was. That's literally what I thought. That's literally what I was gonna say. I haven't seen Halloween though. Oh man, we need to watch it. Oh, so it's the I'm same guy who directed the thing. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, and I the still fog. haven't seen that. 
the thing and the fog are his other the mist. No, and the fog those are really good mist. movies as well. The game Sierra the point mist. Sierra mist. Um, Halloween's great. I'm catching up on all those movies because the Halloween Kills is coming out. Halloween Kills in three weeks. John Carpenter's the Halloween. The Halloween. <laughs> um, so I need I'm to make a bootleg I'm, that says that. The you Halloween. Can. I'm I'm watching all those. Not rewatching because I'm watching all of them for the first time, and I'm up to. I just watched the eighth Halloween movie on Friday. I think Friday or Saturday. Friday the thirteenth. Friday the um, And that one was really good. That one's so one and two. Jamie Lee Curtis is in, and then after that, she's not in, in any of them until um, until she's on Glee. Until tw- twenty <laughs> years after, <laughs> twenty years after the first one, <laughs> twenty years after the first one came out, and that one is has um, LL Cool J in it. And it's yeah, called you know what? Halloween. It's called H two O, because it's Halloween twenty years later. So they call it H two O. I'm not even joking. That's what the movie is called. It's called H two O. And then I think that this the next one that I'm gonna watch, which is like Halloween Resurrection, is apparently supposed to be like the worst in the series. I have not heard anything good about that movie. And I, I have actually heard of how bad that movie is. It was either H. No, it has to be Halloween Resurrection. They were gonna call like Halloween Online or something like that, <laughs> or so, I can't remember. It was something along the lines of that because apparently it has a lot to do with the internet. So, but Halloween H two O and Resurrection were like stealing from the Scream movies because like you look at the Scream po- or like Scream and um, I know what you did last summer because those were like There's the those were like the stereotypical nineties horror movie. Yeah. Which is funny because like they stole from Halloween. And it's, I don't know. It's just funny. But I anyways. feel like all the directors are friends, so I'm sure they're or they're sworn enemies. Or they're sworn enemies. But um, I was thinking about this. We should watch all the scary movies, like scary movie, <laughs> scary movie one, I two, you three. Were just talking about. <laughs> well, we could do that too. <laughs> you know, what we could do. We could just watch all, all the scary, scary movies. movies. What's your favorite scary movie? Let's watch them all. No, yeah, but I mean. Could. We could. You I know haven't I mean? seen like a full one of those. Me ever. neither. I've only seen clips of Same. like this giant marijuana plant. So I don't even know what that means, but I love it already. Yeah. So I love giant marijuana. You ever seen Chucky? Chunky? No, I haven't. It's okay. It's fine. He's right behind you. Chunky. He's wearing Jordans. <laughs> His name is Charlie Dahl from you the should. Chuck Play movies. Charlie Dahl. He's wearing Jordan 3's. A. Mr. Rogers T-shirt and you a lead. should put him on the set for next week. I don't think there's room unless I do unless we do like a King Kong situation where he's hanging off the side, ah, catching, ah. catching Mary Jane from falling down. Catching Mary Jane. Speaking of giant burnt water plants, <laughs> saving Mary Jane. Um, <laughs> I think. So my favorite horror horror movie of all time is Carrie from 1976. That is my favorite horror movie of all time. Wasn't there like a remake of that recently? Yeah, in 2009, I think. And that's apparently really bad. I haven't seen it. Yeah, I I think I remember. But the original, in my opinion, still holds up. There's one really, really cheesy scene, though, where... Because John Travolta's in it. 
John Travolta's in it. Yeah, and he talks a lot like this. Hey, Lisa. <laughs> And Lisa, we got to get out of here before Carrie comes and kills us. And we're going to get this bucket of pig's, pig's blood and drop it on the head of Prom after she wins Prom Queen. She's never Lisa? Gonna, she's never going to see it coming. Oh, watch out. You, you got to cut foot loose. So there's this really cheesy scene where John Travolta and this other girl, who is like his girlfriend in the movie, are in a car. And they flip the car. And so in the scene... They're going like, whoa! And then they're literally doing an effect where they're taking the film and spinning the film. So it's like you see the black screen around it, but it's just the scene like spinning. Like, you know what I mean when I say yeah. that? Like if this was the picture, but they're still like... Yeah, the black, black bars are moving yeah, with it. No, the black bars aren't moving with it. Oh, God. The black bars are still in space, in place, and it's this, the scene is spinning because they're, spin- they're flipping the car. <laughs> and... That's like the cheesiest part. That kind of like takes you out of it for a minute. Other than that, it really holds up. I love that movie, and I think I'm gonna watch it again. <laughs> I think we need. I think we need more scenes like in that Space Jam scene where they go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they have the gun. Yeah, I think we need. I think we need more. We need more like that. We need more like that. I might need more like that. <laughs> it's true. I think we need more scenes like that where Let's it completely unimmerses you from the film. I think we need a lot more of those. <laughs> well, when I get into the... Yeah. <laughs> when I get into the movie world, I'll make sure to add things like that. Yeah. We're like... <laughs> we're like editorials will be like, why the fuck did they add that to the movie? Carson Rolfe adds in a 30-minute th- uh, scene of a man spitting into his newest feature film. Spitting directly to the camera. <laughs> yeah. In slow motion. It takes up literally 30 minutes of the film. It's but it's really shot in 10K. Yeah. <laughs> but it's 15K, so it looks great. It looks gorgeous. You can, you see, can see every, every molecule of spit. Every, you can see every pore on this man's this poor old man's body. Oozing. Oozing. Oozing and cruising, baby. Oozing and cruising while this man Sandy. spits into the camera. Sandy. Hey, Lisa. Lisa, we got to go. We got to go dump the big blood on Sandy. <laughs> Who is Sandy? From uh, Greece. Oh. Well, they they dumped the pig's blood on Carrie. And they got to dump the pig's plug on Carrie. <laughs> the pig's plug. <laughs> Get the pig's, the pig's they plug. Gotta, they got to grab the butt plug made out of pigs. <laughs> from Carrie. From Carrie. Lisa. Lisa. Sandy, I could eat a car right now. <laughs> I don't even know what he's. I could eat a car. I right could now. eat a cow right now. I could eat a cow right now. So I could eat a cow right now, Sandy. I've been. I haven't eaten in seven weeks. No, Lisa. um, in in Greece and like, I mean, does John Travolta seem really that gay in that movie too? Because the fact I that I don't know, I haven't seen it to be no, honest. No, I mean, just like in in Carrie, does he also seem like he's pretty gay? Cause he seems really gay in Greece. Like you think, like he's like he's acting like he's gay. No, or, like, what do you mean, like gay? Panic no, I think he's just thing? a gay guy. You think John Travolta's gay? Uh huh. <gasps> that's a um, hot, that's a hot take. I'll take it. I'll 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 take it. I'll take it. I don't know. To be completely honest with you, I'm gonna say no because I didn't think that when I first watched it, and I'm pretty outspoken. Pretty outspoken against gay people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I use slurs. I don't care. No, we're just kidding, of course. No, I that that wasn't something I. 
I no, thought about uh, it. That's not something I dinged him for. <laughs> not something I. That's not a trope that I would give Ron Chidonda. Um, no, I I don't know. I, you know, like you know what they. Say? Oh my God, his legs are so bent. <laughs> Carson just popped the leg off this poor skeleton man. I'm playing with toys. I'm playing with toys. Carson, put your toys away. We are at school. <laughs> Dude, I remember in fifth grade there was this kid who brought an entire backpack full of cars. What of kind like of cars? Hot, Matchbox? Like Hot, Hot Wheels cars? Like an entire backpack full. None of his schoolwork. Just an entire backpack full. Why? Did he in get in no, eight, eighth grade. Eight, no, not eighth grade. Fifth oh. grade. Sorry. And he opened up his locker and he's like, "Gavin, look at this." And I looked at it. He had this whole huge backpack full of Matchbox cars. I wish it would have just fell and over then, and spilled out. And then, like, <laughs> two years ago, I saw him in the Canes drive-through while I was working at Canes, and I was like, and he knew who I was and I knew who he was, but yeah, I, I don't think he knew who I what my name was. So he was like. <laughs> He was like, hey, what's up? And I was like, hey, how are you? And then like, all I did was swipe his card. And I was like, all right, talk to you later. And then uh, it was funny because I was like, I don't think he knew who I was. And also I remember him as a kid that brought an entire backpack full of matchbox cards. What if he drives up and he's like, yo, Gavin, look what I got. Yeah. <laughs> he has a book bag sitting next to him and it's filled with cars. Like, it was like, oh, my God. And he starts going, on yeah. the dashboard. No, seriously, he was like, he had, like, seriously brought those to class. Wow. Is this somebody I would know? No. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I never did. My friend brought um, uh, edibles this, to school in I know? eighth grade. I think I know who it is. Yeah. He brought edibles to school, and I remember, he stunk I think up the whole hallway, and someone said, why does it smell like weed? And we were laughing. I didn't do any of them, though. No. I think that Not same that kid. Time. I think that same kid also showed up to gym class stoned. We had it like yeah. first class. He was really stoned. In middle school or high school? High school. Okay, because there was one time where he he got high before school, and he got so high that someone, uh, according to him, fed him a meth crystal before school. You can never, you <laughs> that can, was after I was not friends with him anymore. <laughs> you can never tell with those guys. Ah, they're so silly, aren't they? I remember there was this kid in eighth grade that also, like, was posting, like, <laughs> him with, like, an asthma mask on, but it was, like, for weed. <laughs> like, he Oh, was, wow. Like, yeah. He was hardcore. Sheesh. And he, like, posts, like, wake and bake. Rest in peace, Pop Smoke. Wake and bake. Mm -hmm. I don't, do I know that person, too? I don't remember his name, so. Oh. <laughs> well, if you think of it. Tell it on the air. No, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. Don't do I that, remember, dude. I remember, like, he would post on Facebook. He was, like, the only person that ever posted on Facebook. And it was oh just God. him, like, with a, as, like, a mask on that was straight up weed. <laughs> I didn't even know people had those. <laughs> Gavin, what, do you th what did you think about Evil Dead, which we watched last year on La 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 Honestly, I think we started watching it and then we walked away. Oh, true. So, we walked away because we were horrified. I love, dude. That, I love I, that movie. That movie's great. That movie is like definition of like what I wanted <laughs> all of my like at home movies to look like. <laughs> like whenever I would make stuff like in our backyard and stuff like that, like that was what I wanted movies to look like. That's what you wanted that littlest pet shop video to look like, dude. We don't talk about that. I, I don't know what you're talking about. 
I love that movie. That's one that you definitely need to watch because it's it's really really it's really fun. long. It's it just fe- I think it feels longer because it's very secluded. I mean, it's yeah, I guess it's longer. It feels long just because like it's like ah scary thing. Yeah. Ah scary thing coming after me now. Ah scary thing. Yeah. So scary thing. Oh my gosh, scary thing. But it's kind of like it's like um. It doesn't escalate in my opinion. Yeah, because it's like very. Well, first of all, it's like a comedy horror, but then on top of that, it's it's like um like kind of like i would almost consider it like a psychedelic horror movie in a way because like things will seem normal and then it's like how the fuck did that happen especially in the second one the second one is fucking really weird that one doesn't hold up because well i mean it's fun i still think it's fun and i need to rewatch it but yeah i love evil dead that's that one makes me uh, feel happy the second one is definitely more like horror comedy, whereas the first one's like, yeah, I can see this being the like one, an actual horror movie. The movie that comes to mind whenever you said horror comedy was American Psycho. That one's that great. One's, I love that American one's Psycho. hilarious if you watch it as a yeah. comedy. Really funny. It's a great movie. That's an awesome movie. Really funny to watch. I need to watch Fright Night. I still need to see that. I need to watch this. So this is... This is in time, this surrounded is, by evil, This is in Evil Dead. This is in the Evil Dead series. Really? This is the technically the third Evil Dead movie, if I'm not mistaken. Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness. I don't really know how it connects to the whole series, but yeah. Um yeah, we can step away from horror movies a little bit. We can, you know, talk about it later. This is the first episode of Halloween. Hog doggins. That's my favorite ice cream. Yeah. You ever had hog hog doggins ice cream? Baba Bowie. Pee pee poo poo. So I was on Instagram earlier. Rest in peace, Pop Smoke. Rest in peace, Pop Smoke. I was on Instagram earlier, and I noticed this about a week ago. And then I went to the, uh, this person's account, and I realized, oh, okay. So Trippy Red, famous rapper, has only been posting pictures of feet. He's deleted every picture off his Instagram and has posted five pictures of feet. And that's all his Instagram account is. This was the first one. There's 12 million a, followers, a, by the way. A blunt on the ground. And this has a almost a million likes. <laughs> that was a worm. A blunt with his feet. That's a worm. And then, no, it's, it's a blunt. Telling you that's a worm? Yeah, it's a worm. That's a smoking blunt. Here's another picture. Yeah, this, his his the, feet and four blunts. The four smoking, worms. The smoking blunt, like the one in Watergate. And then he posted a picture of his shoes and lots of money. Show the camera. This is what he posted two hours ago. What love looks like. His feet and another foot. Sorry if this goes a little pornographic. <laughs> and he's just giving out this content for free? Yeah. That's what I'm... That's what I... When I first saw that first one, I was like, oh shit, he should be putting this up on Fully fans. And then he posted this. I guess maybe... Dude, like he's got like clown shoes. Well, those are so those are Rick Owens. So watch yourself. <laughs> um, a famous designer, cool shoes. Yeah, they're really big. Famous designer that also makes clown shoes. Famous clown shoe. Uh, yeah. So I just found that really interesting. Something I found really interesting. Tell me. Tell uh, me. I talked to you about this a little bit before. Um, is that what you find interesting? Uh huh. 
This is an article from Politico that said that uh, the title is Covert Postal Service Unit Probed January 6th Social Media. So I guess the Postal Service has like a covert. Uh, sorry. Just don't touch it. They're on my records. Wait, who did you say this this story was about? The Postal Service. Wait, hold on. What is happening? You, you said it's about who? Who did you say this was about? The United States Postal Service. You said the Postal Service? Uh-huh. Is that a, is that a joke? Is there a bank called? The Postal Service. You don't know the Postal Service? I thought you liked them. I thought you liked the Postal Service. You're going to get a DNCA takedown. Oh, I will here soon because I got something else planned, but I'll probably cut it out. But yeah, anyway, so Covert Postal Service Unit Probe January 6th Social Media. So basic, Not that band, uh, per se. But per se. Um... Basically, the U.S. Postal Service did, like, their own research and, like, looked up stuff and, fall and like, stalked people's internet presence to make sure that they weren't, like, cross-posting between, like, Parler and other, like, white white wing. Right? Well, I guess technically it could be white wing. White wing. Uh, right wing uh, political apps um, where people just talk about violence and stuff like that. So, basically, the United States Postal Service was also going to different apps and following people's, like, internet presences. And then posting, like, bulletins. I don't know where. But, uh, no, they sent the bulletins to law enforcement agencies around the country. And would just send them to the to them, to uh, different authorities. And then was just like, okay, time to go count mail. Mm -hmm. Like, and uh, so then uh, a, the House Oversight Committee was like, you know, maybe we should look into this. They're like, how did you guys, like hear about any of this yeah like the postal service uh this was following the january 6th insurrection and whatnot um insurrection. yeah they just uh, super bizarre story if you <laughs> it's really weird because like obviously you wouldn't expect the postal service to do anything but it also supports that like the government's going to surveil no matter what <laughs> yeah at, you know like I you know Big Brother not like Big Brother type surveillance which yeah, is kind of like, the Postal Service they deliver my mail how could they be any how could my, 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 my mail yeah well they also didn't want you to protest anti lockdown or they didn't want you to protest the lockdowns or protest five G because <laughs> they knew about that too so why I asked you this earlier why did they why what were they surveilling for in the first place? Why well, would, why do they even have that going on? Its stated mission was keeping mail deliverers safe. So it was supposed to be like pre like preventing um like another unibomber. Yeah. Like you said. Like you had said that. Okay. And that, that was like the point was that they were supposed to like keep mail deliverers safe so that you know somebody could be plotting against a mail delivery person and then like shooting them as they deliver the mail. I love that the first thing that shows up is from Yahoo News. Yeah. And it's from a document obtained by the Yahoo News. Mm -hmm. Why? How is they, who is like, oh, we need to get this to Yahoo. You know what probably happened in my suspicion is that 
somebody was like, hey, I got this crazy story about the Postal Service, U.S. Postal Service. Not the like band. tracking. Not the band. Not the band. I muted my computer. The U.S. Postal Service tracking people with their own like tracking thing. I mean, they have a they have their own tracking tool. So oh, true. Yeah, but that's different. Um, and Sorry, he probably went around and like pitched maker. that to like CNN, Fox, whatever. Allegedly, and they were all like, "Yeah, you we don't really have much to base off of here." And then he went to Yahoo, which was probably like his last. He, he or hers, last choice. And they were like, we'll take it. We'll take it. They were going to be the new The Post. Exactly. <laughs> the movie or the New York? That was about Watergate. I know. That's what I mean is that they thought this was going to be the next Watergate. 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 But yeah, so basically. So to me, this feels like a very, I don't know. The government over The government tried overseeing it, so they know. Because it's just weird because, so, Yahoo posted about it on April 21st. So, this has been out for a minute. Business Insider posted April 21st. Reason.com posted about it July. The Guardian posted about it in April. EFF.org posted about it in July. I mean, it's just like ah. a lot of really weird stuff that just kind of happened during COVID that just because it could. Yeah, and so it seems like a story that's been out for a little bit. How did yeah. you hear about it now? Uh, I was sitting in class, and then like this popped up on my notifications, and I was like, what? Why are you just not getting notified about it now, though? It was it's posted today at 4.30 a.m. On what? On the um, Apple News thing. Apple News app just really? came up. That's bizarre, yeah. Because I'm seeing, and it like, was just like, whoa, what? Back from the beginning of this year. Yeah, this is like a. This is supposed to be like a, like a. Is there like an update? What? It, what is the article you got from Apple News on your phone? Oh, I think I have just this. Just the name of this article. Just this, and this is just like. And what does the article to lead to? The political one I'm reading. That was posted today. Yeah. Oh, it's supposed to be like a compilation of all of those articles because wow, it mentions weird. in here the ABC and Yahoo News one. I just wonder why they would be choosing now to post about it. But I, I think know. I think the update is that like the House committee looked at it into it and the House Oversight Committee, which is supposed to be like, hey, is the government over like doing too much? Mm-hmm. And even the even the government was like, whoa, hey, and the FBI was like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> Yeah. Wait whoa. Hey. Whoa. Yeah. Hey. Let's. And then they were like, "Hey. Whoa." And then he was like, "Whoa. whoa. Hey." So nothing's really come from it. Yeah, it's just kind of like an update of like, well, they looked at it. Yep, they looked at it. No, I mean, this is it's not it's not an update. This is literally just like a hey, this is how everything. This is the whole story. It's not an update. This is just like this is the whole story, and we published the whole story. Okay. It was just something weird that popped up. No, and I it felt like weird. it was it was compelling enough yeah, that it was like I didn't hear about it at all. To be completely honest with you, me neither. Till I saw so it pop up. Don't so. trust the po- don't um don't trust the postal service. They'll just they'll take they'll track you. They'll track you and then they they'll will. lose your packages uh-huh. or they'll rip them up. Yeah, they'll rip your packages up. That's only happened to me once with a package I sent out. 
I've seen those videos on TikTok where like people order vinyl and then they're folded in half Ugh. to fit in their uh, mailbox. Yeah. Oh, it's so bad. Yeah. Yeah, no, nothing like that. It was just like a package got like ripped open somehow and then it got like stains on it, but ended up being okay. And the guy who got it was really nice about it and he didn't ask for a refund or anything. Well, it's interesting. Yeah, I'm, you know, if I had more time, I would have read up a little bit more about it because I am interested to know why they're tracking. Uh, they'll figure it out. Or spying, I should say, not tracking my bed, you know. But like, you know, like we were talking about, it's probably to prevent. They're probably doing it for like another reason, but then for some reason it's like seems to be going too far. And now other higher ups are like, why are you doing that? What's yeah, they the were just kind of like, that? sure. Yeah. Well, that's bizarre. Um, Gavin, I have a couple of fun things here because my, what you're listening to for this whole month of October are going to be all, um, Halloween related stuff, whether it's like, you know, horror soundtracks or just kind of Halloween adjacent music. Um, I would like to talk about other music too that I'm listening to now. Um, but I might not do it all the time, but today I'm, I'm doing it uh, in this way of kind of um, showing you some like weird, I don't know, just some like new music I'm listening to that I'm like, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, it's just like really interesting to me that these like artists are from the same people, but they're making like two different kinds of music. And it's like both kinds of music I like, but just like two completely different types and I feel like it's cool because, like, on one side of it, it's, like, music I really like. On the other side, same musicians, pretty much, but it's, like, music you would like in both of these examples. So one of them, it's from two different bands that have same, similar members. And the other one is the same uh, guy on the same album that just came out last year. Um, so do you know the band um, Minus the Bear? I feel like you would know them. I've heard. I think so. They're like a here. Let's let's read a, let's read a little bit about them. So they're they're indie all indie rock. Um, How many tires can we put on this band? Yeah, all indie rock subterranean. <laughs> let's look up blues jazz inspired blues jazz adjacent. All we had to do. That's right. Look at us. Look at us. Let's see where. So, minus the bear wasn't because they're not a, they they stopped making music in twenty nine or twenty eighteen and broke up. Um, minus the bear was ugly breakup, really ugly as hell. Was an American indie rock band formed in Seattle, Washington, two thousand one, comprising of members of. And then I'll get to this part in a second. So let me see who these people were. Oh, wow. Oh, this gets even more interesting to me now. Okay, so let me... Thank you for the interlude, Gavin. God, that's just too loud, I think. I think that's just too loud. Hold on, I'm doing some research I should have done earlier. So that guy... Is not. Excuse me. What's the dog doing? Baba Bowie. 
Baba boy, oi, oi. So they. Uh, Why would you say something so controversial yet so brave? Okay, so. Sorry, this is going on way longer than it needed to, and it doesn't even need to. So, anyways. Anyway, so Minus the Bear is this indie rock band that I think you would really like if you don't already know them that I actually had heard of but hadn't really listened to much. Yeah, I'd heard of them um, before you. Okay. We can prove that later. But the reason why I'm even bringing them up is because I have started watching this YouTuber who does a lot of stuff relating to like punk rock and hardcore music and stuff like that. Uh, believe it or not, as much as we've been talking about that. Um, and... Hardcore stuff like waking up in the morning. Like porn. Oh, oh. No. Hardcore music. Oh, hardcore oh. punk oh. rock. Bye bye. So he did a whole video a couple days ago or a week ago about one of my favorite bands who I've talked about on here before, Under Oath. And you know how they kind of were like the first of their genre, but actually not really when you look back on it. And then he mentions this band Botch from the mid to late 90s. Borscht. Borscht. So Botch was a... Yeah, oh, wow, 93. <sighs> they were like... <sighs> so they're they're being called metalcore and mathcore, and I would agree with that. They are metalcore. They're mathcore because they're like... Their yeah, math rhythms rock. are like very weird. Um, <laughs> and so I started listening to them because like he played a song and compared it to an Under Oath song and I was like, whoa, that's like so familiar and that's from the 90s? Like, that's crazy. So I like listened to this whole album called uh, We Are the Romans by Botch Back. and it was just crazy and so I started reading up about them and it said that quite a few of the guys from Botch when they broke up in 2001 went on with two other uh, punk rock kind of metalcore bands that split up at the same time and formed Minus the Bear. Which like botch is like metalcore heavy shit and minus the bear is like this poppy indie rock shit. So I'm gonna play you a botch song, not the whole thing, but just a little bit of it. And I'm gonna play you minus the bear song. Actually I'm gonna play you minus the bear song first and then I'll play you a botch song. So this is my favorite minus the bear song. So skip over a little bit. Math rock. Where's There's, the math rock come in? I'm not doing no algebraic equations. What do you think of it? Yeah. You like it? It's okay. Yeah, I really... Uh, you have to listen to the whole song because I think that song's great. That song's called... So all, also, Minus the Bear's songs are so weird, name-wise. This one's called Absinthe Party at the Fly, How Fly Honey Warehouse. Okay. So... Have you ever had absinthe before? No. I know you have, though. I have. It's really weird. So that's Minus the Bear, and a lot of their songs are like that. And this is uh, a couple of the guys from the band uh, Borscht before that did were in this Botch. band Botch. And this is uh, a song by Botch, Botch called To Our Friends in the Great Both. White North. Both. Both. <laughs> so it's like completely different. They were tired of living that hard life. Yeah, and then they did... Which is, it's just so weird to me. So that like blew my mind recently. And then 
I was recommended uh, or somebody recommended that um, everybody should listen to this album by Greg Pusciato. Pusciato, I think it's how it's pronounced. Dude, you can't say that. Excuse me. He was in a band. Have you heard of the band D- uh, Dillinger Escape Plan? I think so, actually. They were kind of like a metalcore-ish band. And I think he was the lead singer and like maybe a bass player or something. And so their f- one of their songs is called Milk Lizard. <laughs> I think you would actually like them because they're not super heavy. And so... I only like moderately heavy things. Uh, like just like, you know, 10, 20 pounds. Yeah, yeah. So anyways, I think he split up from something the band. I can, something I can lift. Yeah. I don't know if he split from the band or if he's just doing his own solo stuff. I think actually the band is split up now. So he came out with a solo album back last October, I believe. Sometime last year. And a lot of it's the same. It's like really heavy stuff and then like 1975 pop style music. So I'll play you one of the songs I really like. And this album's really good. It's it's bizarre as hell, but I like it. So this song is called A Pair of Questions by Greg Pusciato. So it's like very poppy. Math rock. Not everything is math rock, Gavin. So it's like yeah, very it's poppy. That, and I then like that. This is a song from the same album. This song is called Roach Hiss. So already really heavy. Let's skip to the end. No. I'm trying to find the part. Where is it? Sorry. So same album. That that those like half of it is like shit like that, and then the other half is that like really poppy stuff. That's range. That's rank. So, anyways, I just felt like sharing that those sh- two with you, just that because sh- rank. Like, it really interested to me to see those two all in the same week, and I thought you'd have fun. Yeah, I mean, I think listening to those. I think um, someone that someone that also is like that is, is Jack White, but he sa- he stays in like the same genre for the most part it doesn't get any harder than just alternative rock yeah alternative rock alternative rock so hampton i like that that i i really that's interesting that's super yeah that's i guess you know i think i think that that is genre like defying genre defying Mm -hmm. is that it's like you know it's the same thing where like i'll listen I'll listen to that, and then I'll go and listen to like bedroom pop. <laughs> I'll listen yeah. to like that's exactly I, what it is. It's it's crazy, and it's like I, I mean that sounds right up my alley, and I'm glad that he did that on an album. I yeah. might just go listen to that album to be honest with you. But yeah, so it's Greg Pusciato, Greg G R E G, simple enough. Last name uh, Pusciato, I think it's how it's pronounced. P U C I A T O, and the album is called Child Soldier semicolon or colon i think it's a colon yeah colon uh creator of god wow so like the first half is heavier stuff not su- it doesn't get super heavy i would say roach hiss and um uh 
do do you need me to remind you are like the heavier songs and then creator of god is also kind of heavy but the first song heavy heaven of stone is like a really beautiful acoustic song oh fire for water is really good too anyways this isn't what what i'm li- i mean it is what i'm listening to but it's not my recommendation but i again it just like blew me away cuz it's like it's really synth heavy there's a lot of samples and stuff like that in it but like i said it gets super poppy like a pair of questions evacuation super poppy uh through the walls super poppy you would also really like temporary object that's a really good song um yeah it's just crazy and then it was just funny to like hear two different bands with the same people do completely different stuff and then hear one artist from the same first band from the same yeah from like in his own solo project on the same album doing two completely different genres that don't even like make sense together, but it's just like cool to see them on the same album because it's like yeah, two different sides of what thing I like. That I feel like a lot of artists just are afraid of going outside of like what their fans are fans like. Yeah. And you know, it's a little bit different if you're a solo artist because obviously they, if somebody's listening to you and you're a solo artist, they should know yeah. that like you've been, you would, you were in that genre and now you're in this one and that you have friends in this one and whatnot. Yeah, and I think, it, you know, a lot of it's like, okay, I'm done with this project. Now let me show you what I can do. Yeah. And I, and, think and go on, I would do that too. Like yeah. I'd be okay with just putting oh, completely same. random shit on the same album. Yeah, and I think it's cool because it's like... Well, it's I ended to be up, creative. Yeah, I don't know this guy's background too much. I really don't know much about him, but like I know the guys in Under Oath, not to bring them up again, but both lead singers, the drummer who's the lead singer, and then the actual lead singer who does like the screaming vocals and stuff they both make most of their money from writing pop music like they write pop music for other artists and like well-known artists like i think one of them just did a song for you know who oliver francis is he's like a pop maybe rapper artist i don't know but so they wrote i think they wrote a song for him and just like other pop artists it's just so it's just like it shows you like what all they can do and what they're capable of. Like they're just like really solid songwriters. You know what I mean? So, and that always, yeah, I just, I just love that this album, I think it's just crazy. The range on it and everything like that. Oliver tree. No, <laughs> not that one. What was the name? Oliver, what? Oliver Francis. I believe I, oh, yeah. I could be completely wrong, but mm-hmm. I believe, uh, Aaron Gillespie from under oath wrote a song for him. But anyways, so, uh, yeah, just just cool stuff in the music world that I'm finding out of, and I feel like I'm getting even more deep into music right now, which I love. And yeah, you're getting more into the history of it. I'm figuring out everything about music. I'm figuring out how to write music. I'm figuring. I'm I'm getting down with your the finger in music. I'm fingering music. I'm fi- I'm getting whole notes. I'm getting half notes. I'm getting you're quarter getting, notes. You're getting half notes. I'm sleeping with triplets. If you know if I mean. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, let's move this. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? I kind of dominated Dominatrix that a little no, bit. But no, I mean, that's it. Which is really uh, I'll talk about what I'm listening to this week. Then. Yeah, let's let's go into what you're listening to, and we can wrap this baby up and put a bow uh, on it and give it I a kiss goodnight. I am listening goodnight. to Still Listen to Glow On by Turnstile. Still okay. listen to that album. Um, I'm learning the bass line for Blackout right now. 
mainly just because it's like the only one I have downloaded on my phone for the most part. So, and I'm out of data, so I can't stream anything new. But it's still really good. I yeah. still enjoy it. Um, I just wish it was a little bit longer. Did you buy it using your Apple gift card <laughs> that your grandma gave you? Yeah. yeah. <gasps> um, but I'm listening. I listened to "Turn Blue" by the Black Keys. You know, I actually just had my CPR class yesterday. I know. That's what I'm imitating. Oh, we didn't even talk about anything that we have going on. We can talk about that after what we're listening yeah, to. Yeah, but anyway, so I'm recommending Turn Blue by the Black Keys. Uh, same same band that I've always listened to, basically. Jeez, move um, on, dude. But I, th- I, I saw... Spread your wings. I saw them on this tour, and um, I think that this album played a critical role and just like my music taste because um it it brought me more into the softer side of music and like the bedroom pop stuff Aww. not that um not that i didn't do it myself but you know like album music started pushing me in that way and then uh once i got to college i got spotify and that really opened my eyes to that but um yeah. no but know, i get, like I get what the you black mean, keys though. this album was uh this 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 album's a little bit more synth heavy a little bit different sounding and i think a lot of fans really hated it so that's why they waited four years that sounds about right <laughs> uh they waited four years to write their ford commercial um oh, music okay. again so this was the album where i think dan the guitarist and lead singer and only singer actually um was going through like a divorce or something like that oh shit and um i think he went to the studio to like feel better about it yeah then one then they went on tour for like three years and then they caught then or like two years and then they took a break and then they wrote an album probably and while now they're they nowhere to be found i'm just kidding well they're touring they're doing a world tour of america where they're touring like athens georgia and like stuff like that oh you know? yeah funny fun they did it before i think but um yeah it's just like this album is really good and they're um they're they're they started out so fast or like just so good with it because there's good part of this album the it's very bad at english but very bad english basically the weight of love is like the best song on this album and it's the first song straight out the bat it's a seven minute long like guitar or like epilogue like just epic yeah uh, and it's really good and i really enjoy listening to it um one of my friends from theater um actually got me like a like a sound profile of it so it's like the black keys way to love and it's like the whole like oh yeah it's pretty cool we're like a poster yeah oh that's cool yeah it's nice of that person yeah shout out lizzie yeah yeah uh yeah uh, yeah is that song like the most notable well-known song by them like off the album like would everyone agree by that is that like the the majority thought that that song is the best off that album like listening ship wise, view count, listening count. Yeah. I think so. Okay. Um, I would say Fever's another one. Oh, I've heard that song. Yeah. Yeah. I think those two songs are like two singles really. Well okay. there's three. Turn blue is another one. Mm-hmm. They played a lot. But yeah, I just like that whole album and um, I remember listening to Fever for the first time on my short bus ride in eighth grade. Yeah, there you go. So there's some tales we can tell at some point. Well, that's cool. Yeah, 
Um, as I mentioned, I am going to be doing Halloween-related what what I'm listening to because I do listen to Halloween-related stuff during Halloween time, month of October, end of September, into Christmas, into Christmas, past Christmas, year-round. Yeah, uh, mostly Thanksgiving. He mostly so, puts on ambient music. During that's true. It's a lot of whale sounds a yeah, lot. Yeah. Um. So. I'm going to be recommending music that I listen to around Halloween time. So soundtracks of horror movies, uh, fucking, um, I don't know, just other Halloween, like I said, Halloween adjacent music. Um, And the first, what I'm listening to this week for the month of October is actually what I'm wearing. (laughs) Can you read what that says? Scream three, the album two thousand, wind up inter- well, entertainment. Read all that. Oh. I didn't. I just meant like that. Oh, yeah. Scream three, the album. So scream three, the album. Now, Gavin, you may be asking the yourself, album. why is it called the album and not scream three soundtrack? Well, that's because none of these songs are in the movie. These are all. So a popular thing around this time in the 90s, early 2000s was... It's just a whole bunch of rap music. Uh, no rap songs. Oh. But there, yeah, so that's actually funny because I'm going to mention that. So a lot of albums in the era of like the 90s, early 2000s, or a lot of movies in the 90s and early 2000s would have a soundtrack that was actually scored for the movie. And sometimes they'd have like a, a Green Day song or a Bruh. corn song or, you know, Bruh. whatever. Wow. Actually, in the movie, but the soundtrack was just the scored music. But then they also, for whatever reason, probably just to get money, would come out with a album for the movie, which was like, here's a bunch of songs that we compiled that we really like that we're gonna put on this album, put our name on it, so we can get profit off of these artists that are popular right now. So, so this was like the kids' bop of its time. I mean, yeah. it's not Kids Bop because it's the original artist, but sure, whatever you want to no, say. No, that's what I call music. Yeah, there you go. It literally, exactly. Even though they were around at this time, too. But So I think all of these songs, besides the last song, were made... Well, it was probably even made for their own album, too. But the last song, which is a song by Creed on the album, the music... Yeah. Vi- yeah. The music video... I think has like has scenes from Scream Three in it, but the, but the rest of the songs are like songs that are were just on this album by this band that they were like, let's put it on this album as well. I'm making a song but for Scream, <laughs> for Scream. The thing that is annoying about it is is that they remixed or remastered a lot of them. Not remastered, remixed a lot of them. So they're like a specific. They're like the same song, but they're mixed a little bit differently. And some of the songs were for the benefit of it, and in other songs were like horrible for it. Yeah, like they remixed like Hotel California. Like that's an instant classic. They remixed like Stairway With to screaming, Heaven. Screaming Hotel California. <laughs> so, like one of the songs on this album, I'm not going to re- tell you every song, but there is 18 songs on it. And I would say like album. a fourth of them are good. Three-fourths three fourths of the album suck garbage trash and are by bands that you would be like, huh, to? So one of the songs that is a classic by this band 
is Wait and Bleed by Slipknot. And here, here, here. You know Slipknot. Here, who I'm still. A- they do that song. Uh-huh. Um, so it was a, a classic, classic that was off of their second album, I believe. Right? I think it was on Iowa. Yeah. So I'm still alive. So I'm still alive. So Wait and Bleed, I believe, was on their second album, which came out in 2001. This album came out in 2000 when the movie came out. And their mix of Wait and Bleed is horrible. So, like, throughout the whole song, the singer of Slipknot, Corey Taylor, pretty much screams all the lyrics. But in the way they mixed it, they mixed it so he's, like, like whispering it pretty much. And it's horrible. It sounds absolutely horrible. But one of the songs they did good on remixing was uh dissension by orgy which is my favorite song off this album and i love orgy orgy's a great band they do like some weird proggy synth heavy music um and i think their the original mix of dissension isn't great i do there's parts of it i do like but i just think the scream three mix of it is just way better um so that's my favorite song and the one of the songs i'd recommend off of it um the the song that I think might have been written for this album was "Is This the End," which is by Creed. Hey, um, and that song is actually really good. I don't like Creed at all, but that's a good song. It says "Scream" at it, but all of these are like different. I don't know. Uh, first song on the album, "What If" by Creed is okay. Yeah. "Spiders" by System of a Down is really really good. Legitimately one of my favorite uh, System of a Down songs. Uh, Crowded Elevator by Incubus is a good song. Uh, Tyler's song by Cold Chamber is decent. Not amazing, but it's better than a lot of other stuff. And then there's stuff by like Stained and Fuel, The Dope. Fuel. Godsmack, Seven Dust, American Pearl, Finger Eleven. Like just like bands that are like Ear 2000. I have no idea who that is. Y2K. Y2K, Belved DeBoat. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, it's just like, you know, whenever they were like, oh, yeah, let's bring out this fucking heavy fucking metalcore rock shit and let's put it on this album. Let's see what happens. And a lot of it's garbage. Like, there's no corn songs on there. <laughs> nope, that's disturbed. <laughs> so that's what I'm listening to. Um, real quick, Gavin, how was your week? Uh, it was fine. It was really busy, and I got another busy week ahead of me. Same. I got a busy ass, busy busting. Yeah, I got busy. I got week. a midterm tomorrow, and then uh. Do you quiz. really? Oh, midterms are this week for you, aren't they? Yeah, I'm like seven weeks in. That's how Murda Jean hears stuff. On a it is. It is. Uh, we just did it. We just did it. We just did it. The green. Um. Yeah, yeah, it's just busy. been a really busy week. Yeah, why was have a, so busy? Just then I have a quiz. I have a quiz on Wednesday. I have an exam on Monday. <laughs> why were you so sweaty that you had to go home and put a hat on? What were you so sweaty from? Uh, I was rehearsing, and you know, we were walking around for an hour. I was reading all my lines. Just walking around the yeah. building. Mm-hmm. Walking around the walking around the stage. Do they have lights on? Mm-hmm. 
So that's why you're sweaty. Mm-hmm. Because the hot, yeah. hot lights. I don't know. It's just uh, all I want to do is sleep, and I'm not doing it. So it's really hard <sighs> to sleep. Get on now. It's really hard to sleep whenever you're stressed out about the things. Yeah, it's really hard to sleep when you don't get to bed at a good time and you don't know how to, and that's my problem. I don't know how to get to bed at a good course, time. Of course, there's such an easy fix. Just go to bed. It's oh, an easy fix. Just, just go to bed Sylvester the cat here? Just go to bed earlier. Just go to bed earlier. Um, Yeah, I'm sorry it's been busy, and I hope you can get some sleep soon. Don't. Th- well, maybe this weekend. Hope you get permission to sleep from the maybe doctor. Maybe this weekend. Don't burn yourself out because I've done that before and it ended up with me in the hospital. Put the mask on! Uh, yeah, just don't burn yourself out because it's not fun and it doesn't do good for your, for your... It doesn't do good for the ticker upstairs, if you know what I'm saying. Guess the old ticker pumping. The old ticker pumping. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm a busy-ass boy this week as well. Thank you for asking. Um, I have my first corporate video shoot tomorrow with the company I work for. Ooh. Yeah, so that'll be fun. I can tell you about you that. You get to pose that. in front of the camera and you just go. <laughs> yeah, I get to wear a business suit and go. Yeah. I don't know why, why that was the first thing that came <laughs> to your head. but That's just what came to my head yeah. is that whatever. It's actually said. a cool, it'll be a cool thing. I can talk more about it next week. Yeah, so then don't bring it up this week. All right. So then I also have something that I'm starting this week that Gavin knows about, that, and I also know about it. Carson actually doesn't know about it. I'm the one conducting all of this. Shit, he's right. So I'm the puppet master. The pumping master. <laughs> so something really, really exciting. Really. Really, really exciting is happening brewing is brewing because it's halloween so okay don't distract me dude let me get this out (laughs) so something really cool is happening right now and some really cool news uh came out about me (laughs) recently uh yeah and so something something really cool it's because r keller went to jail so now oh shoot i wanted to talk about that too oh well it doesn't matter he's sex he's a pest so something really cool is going on in my life and in my world. He's taking R. Kelly's place. I'm taking R. Kelly, and I'm gonna, and we're kidnapping him. Uh, something awesome is about to happen, and I have, you know, I can talk. I I thought about talking about it this episode, but because I haven't, Kelly it hasn't, Clarkson, it hasn't happened yet. So you don't want to talk about it. It hasn't started. I'm gonna talk about it next week, but I'm just teeing this up because, as long as everything goes to plan this week with it. I will have the information to be able to talk about it. But just know something very cool uh, is about to happen in my life. And, I mean, you know, will hopefully benefit us in our show. And, um, you know, Gavin can be a part of it in certain ways that I can't share right now. But just know there might be a pretty fun episode next week. Or soon, whenever I'm able to talk about it. And it'll be cool. Life is cool, Gavin. Life's pretty cool, dude. You're stressing about school, and I'm fucking living the big life. <laughs> going to Hollywood. All right, guys, I'm just going to say it. I'm going to be on The Guardian magazine next month, front page. <laughs> and then after that, Rolling Stone. They're going to call me up, get me on the front page of the Time magazine. Oh, yeah, Rolling Stones were in St. Louis last night. 
they were. I wish I could have saw them, Me but too. I, I didn't feel like spending seventy million dollars on a ticket. Me neither. Did your dad go? No, I got invited to go uh, by one of my friends, Bear. What? Uh, but I couldn't go. I work. She invited me like on Saturday night, and I was like, I cannot go. I'm sorry. Oh, dude, that sucks. I know. I would have been like, fuck my job. I don't care. No, they they would have hated me for the rest of my days. <laughs> rest of my days. It's true. Who cares, dude? It's not like it's your career or anything. Right. No, you're right. You're right. Why don't you wrap this up? Because I've talked too much. Well, too excited. Get too many endorphins running through me. Also, it's because I did a whole lot of crack cocaine before we got on here. Well, everybody. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the It Takes All Kinds podcast. The American Dental Association is fighting a proposal to include dental coverage for all Medicare recipients. And that's what I'm going to have to end it on this week. And that's our sponsor for the week, everybody. The American Dental Association. Look, bye-bye.